Welcome everybody to the Brand Sisters. I'm Claire. And I'm Alexis. And today we're going to be chatting, we're gonna be tackling mm -hmm. one of my favorite topics, um, which is color. Oh. I love color and choosing color palettes for brands. Um, so we're gonna talk about how to effectively choose a color palette and then also to avoid two common mistakes that people often make and that I see all the time with clients. I can't wait to hear those. Yes. I think it's a, this is such a good topic mm -hmm. because color is so important. Right, and then don't you feel like a lot of times people pick something and then they're consistently changing it mm -hmm. too because maybe they never really knew how to pick the right colors in the first place. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I'm it's excited. it's kind of a. I think people feel like color is an afterthought, but the truth is that color communicates. Right, color has power, and it it affects how your potential clients and visitors to your site and social media and um, all that, how they view you, mm -hmm. right? How they see you and take you in. Um, because as we know, when it comes to businesses, it's not like you're coming to someone and meeting someone in person necessarily sometimes, but for the most part, you have to use everything that you can in order to communicate who you are as a brand. So color is a huge part yes. of that. So for color palette, um, the, it's important to make sure you're keeping in mind, um, you know, your brand and how to encompass that with your colors, but also how your client might want to, or how they, they potentially could be taking you in. So you're saying it's not just about choosing colors you like. Yes. Okay. Yes. Which that's is like, like usually the, right. yeah, yeah. Right. That's usually kind of a, um, whenever we have clients come on, you know, and the first step is always to figure out like what, what, what's the creative direction for mm -hmm. your brand. Right. And a huge part of that is color palette. So that is the number one mistake that I see is that clients always want to choose their favorite colors, mm -hmm. right? Like they want to choose like, Oh, I love, you know, um, I had a wellness brand recently that wanted to do black and red. And I was like, black and red doesn't really evoke, you know, um, clean and natural and wellness and, you know, holistic, that's not really, those aren't the colors that, um, evoke that. Right. So we moved into a direction of more neutral tones, more greens. So you have to keep in mind that, um, the brand's not just about you. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that that's a, that's something that we commonly, um, right. you know, have issues with that. We feel like our brand is all about us yeah. and what we like, what we want, what resonates with us. But, and that black and red probably, was significant for that person, right? But it's not going to resonate with their potential client. Right. So that's the number one mistake is making sure that you're not just choosing your favorite colors. The um, second big mistake is choosing too many colors. Mm. Um, oftentimes clients have a hard time choosing, right? They, if, especially, I mean, when, when they're doing, when we bring clients on and we do color palettes for them, we obviously choose that for them. But um, oftentimes clients have ideas of what they want, right? And, um, you might have like a red tone and a green tone and a blue tone and, you know, you have all of these different colors that come into play and then there's no synergy, right? There's no, um, cohesiveness. And as we've talked about before, right, every, in, every opportunity you have to have your brand be visible, right? Be seen by somebody. It needs to be consistent. You need to be saying the same message and that goes for visually as well. So number one mistake to avoid is choosing colors that are just your favorite, right? right? Not thinking about your client. And then the second is to make sure that you're not just, you know, picking all these colors that you think are all really cool, right? And not really think about how they can 
come together cohesively. Do you think that people do that because they get like like FOMO almost like yeah I don't want to leave something out yes. like what if I would want to do something and I do like this color totally. or feel like they totally. need it to be interesting because like especially for clients that want a vibrant bold mm-hmm. look I feel like some of those clients want a large array mm-hmm. so how do you balance that kind of client that yeah. like may want something like bold and vibrant that's such a good because neutrals I yeah. feel like that's yeah. like I don't want to say easier, but if you know you want neutrals, mm-hmm. of course, like there's so many various shades of yeah. neutrals, but yeah. a little bit more, mm-hmm. a little bit easier. Yeah, bold colors are really. I mean, if you're going to go for bold colors, like there's this one brand, um, Lucy Fink. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. ever heard of her, yeah. but she does really cool um, videos on social media. But she she has she just got rebranded by a designer Brighton Made, who I love. She's awesome, and she did an excellent job with the whole bright color palette. Right, like she has like pinks and reds and oranges, you know, all these really bright colors, but they all look cohesive because they're all along the same lines when it comes to like same tones. Right. Another issue that we come um, in contact with with clients is you can't really pair like a muted tone with a really like um, vibrant one. Mm. Right. Like you have to almost if you have like a pastel, you can't have like a primary blue right that's interesting because I remember we've heard that from clients they want to pop right mm-hmm, but they mm-hmm. don't know how to do that right themselves yes, right it totally off mm-hmm. which is a great way for us to segue into how to choose your color <laughs> yeah. palette so um there's five more or less colors that can kind of be a go-to okay. amount um I feel like when it comes to design you know like our mom used to always tell me, I remember when we got our, a new apartment at one point, uh, after we got married, I remember being like, mom, how the heck do I like decorate this place? You know, like yeah. had never done this before. And she was like one rule. Cause she was a designer for this, you know, listening. An interior designer. Interior designer yeah. yeah. Um, her, one of the biggest rules is that you always work in odd numbers, mm-hmm. right? So like if you're, if you're getting together your like side table or whatever like you would put three things on there instead of like two or four right or five or whatever so that's always like a um I don't know if it's a I don't know there's probably something to it some wisdom right. behind that but so when it comes to color palette choose an odd number like five or if you want to keep it really simple and, and bold three you know um but I wouldn't choose any more than that unless you're doing tones um but I think if someone's doing it on their own five's a good amount and the first thing to do is to choose a an accent color okay and that's usually the color that you would use for call for a call to action for a link um and you would use it sparingly I think that that's like where people get it wrong like an accent color is not something you want to just like throw everywhere as a background color that's usually not the purpose right so the accent color is designed to make things stand out so is it a more bold is it one of your more bold colors it should be yes it should be your most bold color okay um so i'm going to take a brand as an example so a a um jewelry brand that wanted to have a they didn't want to be all like luxurious and bougie. They wanted to be a little more subtle and sophisticated. And so we, for her, we chose a, um, like a gold color Mm -hmm. and it wasn't a shimmery gold, right? It was a matte gold. So that meant that like the rest of the colors we chose needed to be matte, right? Like none of them could be shimmery and, you know, luxurious because then it would clash and it wouldn't look similar. So we chose the matte gold. And then the second step for color palette is a complementary color to that. Okay. Um, 
accent color. So that comp complementary color for her was like a mauve color. So it's kind of like a deeper tone. And that we would use um, more than the accent color, but still not everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, and it would be more for like smaller design elements, maybe the, the background of a strip on her, um, on her website. Um, or like a block would be that color, but it would still be used a little bit sparingly, but not as sparing as the um, accent. And then once you've established those two colors, you need a neutral tone. Okay. So you don't want to have like all these va va boom colors, you know, because then it's going to, unless you have a designer working with you and they can do that well, but so you have those two colors and then you need a neutral tone. So for her, we did like a blush pink because we wanted to complement the others, um, but not be too... Uh, and not attract too much attention. You want something that like can be in the background and just give everything balance. And is that neutral tone the one that you're probably predominantly going to use? Yes. And is it like for larger spaces? It's not for accents, right? It'd be right. more. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So that might be like the background of your website. So you need to love that. that color. Yes. I mean, you should obviously love all your colors. Totally. That color really is going to be mm -hmm. used prominently. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And you might use that on the back of your like stories or, right. um, so that would be used a lot. And then the last part, which I think gets often overlooked, but is super important is you need a dark and a light. Mm. So you need a dark color for text primarily, right? Cause you need that to stand out. And oftentimes like the go-to is like black and white, right? Like your dark and your light, but I always encourage, and I don't encourage them, I show them, like, let's go beyond that a little bit, right? Like, instead, so for this client, it wasn't necessarily black. It was more of, like, a charcoal with a little bit of, like, a blue tone to it. And then for the light, it was, like, an off-white, mm -hmm. right? So we're not necessarily just doing the traditional black and white, because that can be really abrasive. Right. When right. you have, like, Especially all these... You're choosing, like, muted matte yes. tones. Right. Right. You don't want to select, like, really obvious colors. You want that to kind of match. So, um... So yeah, that's kind of like the basics for choosing a color palette, your accent with a complementary and then a neutral, and then you have your black and, or, or your dark and your light. Um, I think it's just really important just to kind of sum this up that color is powerful, right? Right. And if you look around, it's pretty remarkable um, just to observe the different kinds of industries and brands and businesses like on your drive or on social media and see what what do you see mm -hmm. businesses having in common, right? Like if you look at wellness industries, they are using like neutral tones, greens, etc. If you look at like, you know, Mercedes and uh, Rolex, right? They're using like blacks and whites and metals. So there is a science to it. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why McDonald's uses red and orange, you know, because neurologically we do respond to color. Okay. So it's important to think of how do you want to make your client feel? Do you right. want them to feel enlivened and excited? Then use some like yellows and oranges, right? If you want them to feel like they can trust you and that you are someone that they can go to and feel comfortable with, maybe use some like blue tones. Mm -hmm. Um, so kind of using that to your strength so that everything in your brand is on brand. It's so interesting just going back to like the first mistake that we talked about because I really don't feel like many people think about what they want their audience to experience mm -hmm. based on the colors. Mm -hmm. Like I think it's again about what they like mm -hmm. or what they feel like will, will work with them. But I mean, isn't, I mean, this is obviously what we talk about with branding. Like we're talking about a whole experience, mm -hmm. a whole brand planning, mm -hmm. brand strategy and everything is curated for your brand mm -hmm. everything mm -hmm. and like I know that people think about like colors and logo with that I think that that's what people typically think of when mm -hmm. they think of of um branding but it's 
it's the whole thing. Like everything needs to function together Mm -hmm. for the experience Mm -hmm. that you want to give your client. Totally. It's based on your client experience. Right. Absolutely. And I think that people can get, you know, stuck on that a little bit and it's hard to imagine what your client will want, but that's the whole point of like doing brand, brand identity and figuring Mm -hmm. out what's your vision, mission, who's your ideal client. Like paint the picture very vividly and clearly so that you can really get it. So I feel like for someone who's trying to start this stuff on their own, resources like Pinterest mm-hmm. are invaluable. I mean, you can just go to Pinterest and there's literally, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of palettes that you can look through. So, and you can really just choose those. Yes. Those are the ones you like. And if you feel overwhelmed by choice, mm-hmm. I know something that was so helpful for us. I mean, we obviously had you to do all of this mm-hmm. for us, but when you and I first got started um, in our selection, you told me to use Pinterest and just to pin images that I resonated mm-hmm, with. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't I wasn't pinning palettes. Mm-hmm. I wasn't pinning colors or anything. I was just choosing things that for some reason yeah. resonated with me. Mm-hmm. And you did the same. And then we kind of like went through mm-hmm. and talked about those things. And obviously we had already done our brand strategy before. And so we knew what we were what we were doing in mm-hmm. regards to our audience experience. But you ended up choosing like hex hex code colors, right? Was that the right way to say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like extracting the colors on the images that we ended up deciding on mm-hmm. together. And that's like, isn't that how we ultimately came yeah. up with like the base of our palette? Yeah. So I feel like for me, um, that was really helpful going mm-hmm. through those images. So whether or not like people are doing this on their own right now, mm-hmm. or if they're working with a designer trying to figure things out, I just feel like starting with things that resonate with you and for whatever reason mm-hmm. is really powerful and then thinking if they fit in with your branding. Absolutely. There's, there's something about that like intuitive part of your process, yes. you know, it's like, you know, your brand, you know, your business almost like, you know, your child, you know, like there's the ins and outs of it, the intricacies that only you understand. And so there is power in just like, okay, I'm just going to go with the flow, like go peruse through Pinterest. Yeah. And like, yeah, for some reason this like, this reaches out to me, you know? And then when you're done looking through your board and seeing everything you've collected. And I think it's first of all, really insightful, you know, to see yes. like, what am I actually, it might illuminate some things that maybe you would not necessarily notice about your brand, right? You're looking like, Oh my gosh, this, there's like a common theme here. You know, like I, I like, you know, I mean, whatever it might be like there, there might be some things that come to light right. that you wouldn't ordinarily know. Um, and then figure pulling a color palette from that is just more authentic then, mm-hmm. right? Like it's not, it's not so much. <laughs> I know I was like, I know. you're weird about, I hate feet. I know. There's weird about feet. I'm sorry. And I know I touched her by accident. I was like, this is going to derail. I was going day. to move on like normal, I but I saw your smirk and I couldn't handle it. Yeah. Shoot. I'm sorry. I hate feet. Okay. That's okay. They gross me out. Um, anywho. So color palette. Yes. Um, yeah. So moral of the story, color palette is there's so much more to it and there's so much power behind it and take advantage of it. Yes. Yeah. Agree. So, yeah. So if you want to find out more, you guys can head to our website, animala.com. Uh, we'll have a blog post that you can dive into to, you know, see all of this in front of you. So you can kind of lay it out and play with it and how to put a color palette together for your business. Um, you can check us out on Pinterest, on TikTok, Instagram. What else do we have? YouTube. Yeah. 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 We're everywhere. Come see us. Bye. See you next time.